is The MS Show, the weekly podcast for people impacted by multiple sclerosis and home of the MS Action Takers. I'm Bron Webster and I've been living with MS over 25 years. Together with MS experts and real life people with MS, I'll be sharing tips and stories that will help when the MS gets real and inspire you to be an MS action taker and get in charge of your MS life. Hi, and today we've got with us Josie Chazban. And Josie is the fundraising and campaigns officer with the MS International Federation, which is a culmination of a lot of MS charities. So Josie, I'm so, so pleased you're joining us in the midst of May and the 50K in May. Hi. Thank you so much for having me, Bron. It's really great to be here. And yeah, it's really exciting. We've got our the May 50K campaign which is in full swing and yeah, love to let everyone know all about it. Yeah. So is that what you are spending a lot of your time working on at the minute then? Yes. Most of our days are yeah packed full with the May 50K. Um, we've got an awesome Facebook group where all of our supporters are joined together and they're sharing stories and we're running really fun competitions, trying to encourage people to fundraise we've got social media channels and our ambassadors so we've got a lot on that's for sure brilliant so what do you actually do do you do the managing the Facebook group and that side of it or are you dealing more with the people that are giving them money which is not necessarily the same thing as the people that are benefiting what are you sort of dealing with most mostly that's true. Um, well, a range of things, really. So we do deal with um, the supporters who are um, donating money for um, those who are participating. So just if they've got any queries and or if they want to know a little bit more about our work and what we do, just letting them know where their money is going, how it's going to be spent. And then, yeah, also our supporters who are actually running the May 50K, giving them support on Um, you know, tips for their fundraising or tips on how to reach their kilometre target, Um, just answering any queries they have, like giving them support with resources. So, you know, um, sharing fun graphics to their social media pages to try and encourage people to donate and things like that. Um, So, yeah, we we deal with both um, supporters and, you know, the participants. Brilliant, brilliant. And I'm involved in this and I am sort of plugging away at my kilometers but I'm not walking and running I'm doing because my walking is so slow and my running went out of the picture probably eight years ago so I am doing and tell me if it's been naughty but I am doing indoor rowing or indoor spinning is that all right that I'm doing that yeah that's absolutely fine you know that's one of the really fun things about the May 50k is that people can complete it in all sorts of different ways so yeah that's that's a really really fun way to do it we've got um someone's completing on horseback we know of oh wow um, yeah and another person's yeah another person like he was is using a rowing machine um you know people do it in all sorts of ways you know some people do like home workouts and do like a certain amount of um you know activities or whatever per day instead of running because you know not everyone can run or walk um you know some people are doing it on like stationary bikes at home if they can't like run and walk so yeah we really want it to be inclusive of everyone or even you know 
people in wheelchairs can still um you know compete and they can just do 50 kilometers in their wheelchair so yeah we definitely encourage like people to do it in whatever way um suits them brilliant so, yeah. and so this the may 50k is something that's happening not only in the uk it's happening mm. globally is that correct yeah that's correct so that's one of the really amazing things about the May 50k is that it's a virtual challenge that can be completed anywhere in the whole world so you know last year I think we had around um, 12 or might have even been more countries um, participating so people from India people from you know all across the globe um, you know coming together as one to yeah raise money and like raise awareness all across the world you know no matter where you're from so yeah brilliant so how long because I want to know a little bit more about the International Federation. How long has it been in existence? Because it feels as though after many years of individual charities dotted around the UK um, and possibly around the world, it feels as though there's a real momentum behind this whole international, this whole global awareness mm. raising. So can you tell us a little bit more about the international, the MS International Federation and where it originated and what the goals are? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it was founded in 1967 and we're quite a unique charity because um, we primarily support different charities rather than doing the work um, ourselves. So we will support charities all across the globe. We have around 48 members and we just think that it's important that no matter what country you're in, you still are able to get the support um, that you need or have access to treatments just because you're in a country where, you know, it might be more expensive or might be harder to get access. So, yeah, that's one of our key aims is increasing equal access to treatments, no matter where you are across the globe. Um, another one of our key aims is research. So we are funding the International um, Progressive MS Alliance. And this is a really fantastic organization which we helped um, to create. And we just think that there isn't enough research being done into progressive MS, which is, you know, one of the worst um, yeah, types of MS. Um, so we just think it's really important and we think that we're stronger together. So collaborating with different charities across the globe, we think by putting all our resources together we're more likely to you know get answers to them you know finding a cure and yeah so that's that's our our main aims at um msif brilliant so wow 1967 and it's only mm. recently that i've discovered it that's the power yeah. of social media I isn't know. it <laughs> yeah that's one of the, the great things about the may 50k i think it's just yeah, getting that awareness out there and, you know, letting more people know about us, so. Yeah, and you've got um, a hashtag um, about kiss goodbye to MS. Mm -hmm. So is that sticking around? How long's that been? Yeah, something? so the kiss goodbye to MS um, is, is quite a global movement. You've got societies um, in Australia, for example, the MS Society in Australia, they run a Kiss Goodbye to MS campaign in New Zealand, Ireland. So it's just a great global brand that, you know, any organisation can, can use um, to, yeah, just like join people together and just have that one aim of just kissing goodbye to MS. Um, so, yeah. Brilliant. 
Um, so what's coming next? The May 50K obviously has a natural end date. Mm. Um, how much do you think you're going to raise? Everybody's yeah. pledges. Good in. question. Um, well, so far, we've really excitingly recently reached over a million pounds raised. <gasps> in yeah. the May 50K? Yeah, in the May 50K, which is really, really exciting. Um, last year, we raised around 700,000. But this year, a lot more of our member organisations have come on board. So we've got the MS organisation in the UK and we've got um, Stitching MS Research, the MS organisation in the Netherlands. And we've also um, got on board um, MS Ireland as well. So um, having that joint kind of effort from these other organisations has just you know, made it blow up even more, which is really exciting. And yeah, we're hoping next year that we'll have even more member organisations um, come on board. So we welcome any organisation across the world to join us, um, you know, as long as they're a member, which also if you're not a member, you can apply for membership. So we'd love to, yeah, have everyone come together and just make this into an even bigger and better movement. Brilliant. So a million pounds and we're only halfway through the month. Yeah, exactly. It can only go up. It can only go up wow. again. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is such an incredible achievement. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. done. So what's, what's going to happen when May comes to an end and, you know, 50K, May 50K mm. is finished and you've talked about the Progressive Alliance, which mm. I want to if you've got the information, find out a little bit more about what's mm. happening there. But what's next for the International Federation? Yeah, so, well, after the campaign's finished, we'll have a period of focusing on evaluation. We love to, you know, be really thorough in, um, you know, just asking the participants themselves, like, how they thought the challenge went and what they felt could be improved so that we can improve even more for next year. For example, last year, we had so many people telling us, T-shirts, T-shirts, medals, medals, medals. So this year we made sure that everyone who raises five pounds gets a medal and the first 200 people to raise 250 pounds get a t-shirt and you can also um, buy a t-shirt as well. So yeah, we just want to listen to what participants love so that we can make it even better next year and just grow it bigger and bigger. Yeah. So there'll be a focus on that, trying to improve the May 50k for next year. We also have a really exciting event called Cycle Nerve in which we do. Um, we're not entirely Cycle. sure. Um, it's it called Cycle Nerven, and it's actually a Dutch name um, because the event um, originated over there in the Netherlands. And basically what happens is you, we get cyclists from all over the world to join together to do the race, um, to race the Tour de France route a week before the professionals, which wow. is... I know <laughs> it's not exactly the same. It's slightly easier, but it's still a massive challenge. So you have to really love cycling and, you know, really, really be quite fit. But, you know, if you are up for a challenge and that and that's the sort of thing you love and you also want to raise money for MS Research, then it's, it's the perfect challenge for you because we have cyclists from all across the globe, around 300 come together. And every night, you know, they'll have dinner together. We have um, people like, um, inspirational people come and talk to them each night and then in the day they do the challenge and we're blasting music on the mountains together and it's all just like <laughs> everyone coming from all different countries and it's just a really lovely kind of movement together and everyone you know focusing on their one goal so that's a really exciting event that you know we don't know if it will necessarily take place this year because of covid but we're hopeful and if not it will it will be we will, it will still go ahead but it will just be pushed back 
Um, so that's another one of our focuses for this year. Yeah. And we also have um, Against MS, which is our do-it-yourself fundraising campaign. So for people who might not have been able to get involved in the May 50K, but still really want to help support um, the MS International Federation, they can um, get involved in our DIY fundraising campaign and we can help support you, um, you know, create a fundraising challenge based on your own interests and ideas. So we have that as well. So that's kind of an ongoing anytime thing yeah. that's happening. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's very flexible and, and based on, you know, you, you and your time scale and when you can do things. So the fundraising element of it, it's then divided out amongst some member charities. Is that how it works? I don't understand. Yeah, well, last year we, it was just us. So um, all the funds went to MS International Federation and it went into research. So, you know, Progressive MS Alliance and also um, the Atlas of MS, which is a worldwide mm-hmm. data study that we do to try and get a really accurate picture of how many people have MS each year and to see whether it's growing so we can get better understanding of that so money will go into research like those two and also um, our projects trying to um, improve access to treatment in um, you know different countries um, across the globe so last year all of the money went into those projects because it was just going to us but this year we do have our three members on board so some of the money will be going to their projects so yeah MS Ireland UK MS Society and Stitching MS Research in the Netherlands they've got really exciting amazing projects um and you know some of the money will be going to them okay so now i understand how that all works so um that is such i just think it's such a unique charity mm. how it's set up and how it's a charity that's working with other charities i think it's amazing yeah. so um and i just love what it's doing and what it stands for yeah oh great to hear i mean it is definitely very unique and yeah i think it's really important to yeah, remember those other organisations that it's kind of easy to forget about living over here in the UK, that there's so many others which, you know, um, might need support. So, yeah. Yeah. And I know I've recently made connections with um, a person with MS out in Trinidad and Tobago. Mm. And there's really not much presence and not much support out there. And, you know, the whole India MS Society Mm. um you know it's just that global reach and that atlas that you guys put together where you can see just how widely Mm. MS affects people yeah exactly this information just didn't used to be publicly accessible so Mm. definitely definitely look up that MS atlas it's amazing so now we know a little bit about the charity how did you come to get involved with MS International Federation? Yeah, so um, I applied for the job um, last April and it was just as lockdown was happening, actually. It was um, my very first paid job. So I'd worked in um, a couple of other jobs in the charity sector, but yeah, that was, um, wasn't like a paid role. Um, so this was my very first one and um, yeah I got it just before lockdown happened which was really strange because a lot of people were you know losing their jobs which is obviously really sad just as lockdown occurred but for me I'd been trying to get one for ages and then I just got one just as lockdown happened so it was really strange um, but I think you know something to do with the May 50k and just how popular it was it's obviously been really popular this year even more so but I don't think we were necessarily expecting it to be so popular because of lockdown but actually 
collided in quite a you know helpful way in the end because people were I think you know looking for something to motivate themselves you know realizing just how vulnerable a lot of people in our society were and actually looking for ways to help people because I think we thought people would you know actually struggle to um, give money and things during this time but actually people were even more willing to I feel like and you know even more willing to get on board so yeah I joined just as the Mayfield was blowing up we were, we were only supposed to raise well we only aimed to raise a hundred thousand pounds in the first year we ended up raising seven times that amount so oh, I joined at the start of like a really exciting amazing campaign so that was really fantastic for me and yeah I've just I was actually started off part-time and only supposed to be for a couple of months you know to support the May 50k but because it ended up being such a big amazing campaign they just ended up extending my contract until they find you know until finally I was there for a year so um, wow yeah it's been really great and worked out really well for me so yeah. <laughs> as well yeah. as for the charity hopefully having me there so yeah yeah and have you enjoyed have you enjoyed this unexpected 12 months worth of yeah definitely you know you know if I hadn't had job during this time I think it would have made things a lot harder and it's been great to have something to focus on and yeah something to work really hard towards and yeah just knowing that it's really pays off all the hard work we've done the fact that you know it's turned into a million pound campaign when it was initially supposed to you know our own our aim was a mere hundred thousand it's just uh just shows what people can do I think and what they can achieve when they come together yeah and, uh, absolutely. You know, really determined which is really yeah really amazing so yeah and have you personally learned a lot more about MS? Yeah I have a lot more um I didn't know that much at all before I started and I also find that that is the case with a lot of people who actually sign up for this challenge too you know a lot of the time people do have either have MS or know someone with MS but a lot of the time actually we get participants who don't know anything about MS they just saw it they liked kind of the sound of the running walking aspect of the challenge and then once they do start posting about it they suddenly realize that there's people really close to them who have MS that they didn't even know about so their friend or an auntie or someone and they suddenly realize oh actually it's more common than I thought and there's people who might be living with it and I just had no idea um and yeah and then so it's, it's really interesting yeah and it is one of those kind of um a lot of people don't that live with MS don't talk about it. Mm. Um, there are some people that are very vocal about it, but there are, like my dad's got MS, he never talks about it to anybody. Um, and I think that's the same for a lot of people. So I guess mm. you possibly even identify people that are close to you mm. that you didn't know about. Yeah, exactly. There's, yeah, definitely. Once I posted about it, yeah. There's a couple of people who were all this, you know, is really, really close to my heart and you just didn't realise, which, um, yeah, I think is just another great reason to do something like this, to raise awareness. And, um, yeah, because you might not, if you have a mess, like you said, you might not just want it to be shouting from the rooftops. You might not, but, you know, something like this, which is really important and is a great way to then get that conversation going, I feel like, because you've got a goal and a purpose, something to talk about there and it can then come up naturally. So, mm. yeah, it's got so many benefits all the way around definitely mm. um you've kind of had your contract extended and extended and extended <laughs> but well, bef before we started recording you were telling me that you are actually moving on away from the ms international federation so you're going to be leaving on this massive high of yeah. one million pounds I know. and then you're going to be going and 
doing something for you what is it Josie that you're going to be doing yeah well I'm going to be going to do a master's in human rights which will be really exciting it's a topic that I've really loved and really been passionate about so yeah I'm really excited about that but also really sad to leave MSAF because I've had such an amazing time here but I know that all the skills I've learned and you know all this I've learned about MS I'm going to carry that on wherever I go now you know still advocating still trying to raise awareness so yeah brilliant so you're really really looking forward to a flipping hard (laughs) 12 months is it 12 months 12 months of working at master's level Mm, I know it's going to be tough but (laughs) somebody's got to do it (laughs) yeah somebody's got to do that old human rights thing oh good on you though yeah I think that's that is brilliant well done so you know I hope that that goes really really well for you when you do all that work so um where can people where do you think people that are listening to the podcast what's the best place that they can go to find out more about Mm. the federation or the progressive alliance yeah well definitely visit our website the ms international federation we've got lots and lots of information there um you know you can read the in-depth updates on the new research that's being done by the progressive ms alliance and yeah you can look into the Atlas, atlas of ms and all of our fundraising campaigns that are happening as well if you'd like to so get what's involved, the website address so it's called um just ms international federation um okay. on yeah just type into google M- ms international federation it should pop up should be the first one that pops up mm-hmm. um and yeah you can find out about all our research on there if you want to be involved in the may 50k it's not too late you can go on to the may 50k uh, dot com rather than dot org dot org is the Australian one and if you'd like you can do it even after May's finished we have some people who want to continue um, to fundraise after May because you know maybe they had to start a bit later or something like that so it's definitely not too late or mm-hmm. if you know thinking about doing fundraising later on in the year you could go to our against MS website again just type in against MS to Google it should pop up um or you know if you had any questions you can always um follow us on facebook um we've got again a facebook page ms international federation or we've also got the kiss goodbye to ms global facebook page so you can follow us on there and find out about the may 50k and all all the research updates and all of that um on those social media pages as well um so josie i'm really interested in the progressive alliance i've transitioned officially according to my neurologist to secondary progressive ms although personally i don't agree with these different labels so mm-hmm. i've just got i've just got ms that's been progressing my yeah. whole my whole diagnosis um so what who can benefit from this or who can get involved what type of progressive is it sort of primary progressive or secondary progressive and what more is happening on this alliance? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, there's, I, I don't know the specific question as to whether it's, you know, progressive MS, um, primary or secondary. I can look into that for you and get back to you. Um, but I do know that it's really exciting and that there's 
often new uh, research developments all the time, which I think hopefully will be helpful for people with you know all types of MS. Um, so, for example, um, they do work into things like patient reported outcomes, and these focus on like really focus on the patient's experiences rather than just relying maybe on you know things that um, are just you know listed or scripted down it you know actually listens to the patients and maybe they have some sort of symptoms or experiences that don't quite fit maybe what you know is being um, listed as kind of a specific symptom it's just about listening to them and hearing about their experiences and then you know using these to try and you know tailor the treatment even more towards them so yeah there's 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 really really exciting um, research being done there but you know I can get back to you with the those specific details later and a bit more information um, for you if you'd like as well yeah that would be really useful and then I can put some links um, yeah so anybody that's listening do look in look at the show notes that are attached to this episode and that's where you'll find if you've missed any of the links that we we've sort of talking about in this then you'll be able to look it up and you'll be able to get access that way as well. Okay, so as we come to the end of this episode, Josie, um, I, didn't, I didn't actually ask you about this in advance. So this is totally, totally out of the blue. So get your thinking cap on. But <laughs> if COVID was not locking us down at the minute, if you could be anywhere in the world at the moment, where would you be? Yeah, great question. I mean, <laughs> so many places I'd rather be. <laughs> but, you know, I think, well, for me, I would say one of them would be France. And this is because this is where cycle nerving takes place. And this would mean that our event was going ahead because I would have gone with my teammates, um, Daniel and Luke. Um, he's the Daniel's the fundraising manager and Luke's the fundraising director. And yeah, as a team, you know, we're always working really hard to try and get events going. And, you know, we've been trying hard to recruit people for this event and plan it. So yeah, it would have been amazing for us to all have actually been able to go to this event together. And, you know, cause we would go in the car alongside um, all the riders and we'd be, you know, cheering people on and it would have just been, yeah, I think that would have been a really fun, but yeah, it wasn't to be this year, mm -hmm. but you know, it's not to say so that, that it can't that, go ahead soon. That's a little bit workified. So I'm going to push you. If you could be anywhere in the world, <laughs> where would where else would you like to be? Oh, well, you know, if I was just going on a holiday, I mean, anywhere. <laughs> you know, I love places like with the sun. So I'd probably choose somewhere like, I mean, if I could choose anywhere, I could probably choose somewhere really cool and really different, like Australia, you know, somewhere that's completely different to anywhere I've ever been well I imagine it I've obviously never been so I don't know if it is but I imagine that it would be so different to here and I just yeah I've always wanted to go somewhere like that somewhere with completely different climate you know like or somewhere like with completely different culture maybe somewhere like Japan or somewhere you know where just you've got really unusual things that you just would never see over here in England so yeah, yeah love to go you to, have to listen places. you'll have to listen if you're interested in Japan I had a guest on the podcast who lived out in Japan so it's a girl with MS but she had lived out in Japan for a mm. period of time and she absolutely loves Japan and I know when we go because it's on our list 
yeah I'll be speaking to her for sure oh, wow. so tell yeah. us what to do definitely so, yeah I think because you don't want to miss do you all of the amazing things and places you can see so it's a good idea to get that list beforehand and get some tips yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely Josie do you know what it's been absolutely great oh. so much fun to talk to you very hey. grateful to you it's been really on. fun as well for me thanks so much for having me on you're very welcome Thanks so much for listening to today's MS show. Please, can you help to grow the audience? If you can subscribe, rate, review this podcast, it all helps. And if you'd like to get in touch or just send me an email, you can do that by emailing hello at multiplesuccess.co.uk. The address will also be in the show notes.